0: And this is FM News 101 KXL. It is Portland's morning news. Good morning to you. I'm Veronica Carter.
1: And I'm Grant Mack, killing for Brett Reed Camp, 52 degrees at 803.
0: Well, two more shooting deaths in Portland over the weekend to have neighbors speaking out and police on the hunt. KXL's Annette Newell has the story. The latest one, among dozens so far, in what is shaping up to be Portland's deadliest year on record. The man died in a shooting in southeast Portland's Buckman neighborhood early Sunday. Police found evidence of a shooting, but no victim at Southeast Ninth Avenue and Ash Street. Turned out the victim went to a hospital by private car, where doctors determined he died. Just a day earlier, Portland police responded to a fatal shooting near Southeast 136 and Powell. That victim, 52-year-old Jose Monroy Castaneda. Neighbors say it's got to stop. I would really wish people would understand that once they shoot that person, It's over. It's no more. She talked to our news partner, KGW. Annette Newell, FM News 101.
1: An Albany woman is accused of killing her three-year-old daughter. Police pulled over Rebecca Gasparino for a traffic violation Saturday. At some point, they realized she may be a danger to herself or others. So they did a welfare check at her home. That's where they found the child's body. The 32-year-old was taken into custody on a first-degree murder charge.
0: Three people traveling from Texas through Oregon are accused of stealing catalytic converters in Eugene and firing guns. 22-year-old Warren Duckworth, 21-year-old Deidrean Richardson, and 18-year-old Malik Smith were arrested Saturday after police allegedly found them with converters, guns, and power tools. Officers took them into custody after they were confronted by homeowners while allegedly committing the crimes.
1: Facing a massive driver shortage, TriMet is stepping up their game to find new recruits. KXL's Jeremy Scott tells us you don't need experience. The transit agency is in need of more than 300 bus operators to get back to the staffing levels of before the pandemic. TriMet's Tia York says new hires will make more than $25 per hour and be eligible for a $7,500 hiring bonus.
0: TriMet will train anyone who wants to become a bus operator to do the job. You don't need experience driving a large vehicle like a bus.
1: There's seven weeks training and TriMet will pay for certification. There are both full-time and part-time positions available. Jeremy Scott, FM News 101.
0: Oregon's primary election is May 17th and the deadline to register and change your party choice is tomorrow. Democratic and Republican parties are holding closed elections so only members of those parties can vote for the candidates. You can register or change party affiliation by mail but it needs to be postmarked April 26, which is tomorrow. You can also register and change affiliation online at the Oregon Secretary of State's website.
1: Oregon Congressman Kurt Schrader picked up a big endorsement over the weekend in his bid for re-election. The president of the United States, President Biden, says he doesn't always agree with Schrader, but says the congressman is always there for him and has been a key in rebuilding the nation's infrastructure.
0: If the state truly wants to be environmentally sustainable, some activists are arguing it should divest from fossil fuels. KXL's Zachary Barnes shares the report.
1: Currently, Oregon is investing more than $5 billion in fossil fuel companies for the state's retirement fund. Jennifer Schramm with Divest Oregon says we need to instead look towards alternate methods of energy. The state treasury claims its role is to make money, not political decisions. But Schramm says there's a number of ways to get a similar return on investment. There's so many other investments that would uh, satisfy that need to have a good return. And so we would uh, think it would be appropriate for the Treasury to really look at how those funds could be invested so that it enhances the future of our state as opposed to contributing to its destruction. Further, Schramm argues it's not even financially savvy to invest in fossil fuels. An analysis showed Oregon made 4 to $10 billion less than it could have by investing in fossil fuels. Zachary Barnes, FM News 101.
0: As inflation continues to put pressure on your family budget, KXL's Tim Lance looks into the growing popularity of side hustles.
1: Taking on a second or even a third job is certainly one way to make ends meet. You are so right. People are doing whatever they have to do to try to fight this inflation. Personal finance advisor Bill Dendy says he really likes the stability of rideshare driving since it's established, but he notes people are also making money via Internet sales. And those are the people who are really enjoying the availability of an internet marketing to sell goods that they produce, or the ability to work part-time. However you do it, Denny does caution that you not forget the tax form for the self-employed called a 1099. No taxes have been taken out. And they get the money, they spend the money, but they forgot to send anything to the IRS. He suggests talking to a tax professional to avoid that costly mistake. Tim Lance, FM News 101. 8.35 now as parts of the country face historically dry conditions fueled by climate change. U.S. officials warn this could be an especially dangerous wildfire season. Dozens of blazes raging across several states in the southwest and midwest. Meteorologist Craig Allen says conditions will be better today, but that could change in the coming days. Sections of eastern Colorado under a fire weather watch for tomorrow. This runs across Interstate 70 from Flagler and Burlington on down through Lamar and into the Springfield area. As high pressure moves into the Central Plains, the winds could gust over 40 miles per hour. Relative humidities across eastern Colorado may drop down to 15 percent. And so any fire could start rapidly and spread very rapidly through the day. Thousands were evacuated over the weekend in New Mexico and Nebraska.
0: Eugene police say a large off-campus party on Saturday got out of control and was an embarrassment to the community. Officers were called to the party around 11 a.m. Saturday and found hundreds of people drinking in the street. Chief Chris Skinner says partygoers then threw things at officers before the party was broken up. However, this attendee tells KEZI and Eugene it was all fun and games.
1: Honestly, we got there, just you could hear the music bumping from down the street. You got there. There are no oceans in Eugene, but there was a sea of people. That was just heads, 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 heads. There's music going bum, bum 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 You know what I'm saying? There's people all around. There's people up, there's people down. If you got on a balcony, you were supreme.
0: Twenty seven citations were given out by police during the party. Was he one of them? Oh, that guy definitely was there, you could tell. He
1: definitely had a good time, that's Mm -hmm. for sure. Bump, bump, bump.